Here's a message from Ken Lavica. These quarterbacks just make you feel something. They warm your heart, your corazón. It's time to celebrate the feel-good quarterback. Stone Labanowitz hit the open. On your mark. Get set. Go! You are listening to Ken Lavica Live. What? Did we just become best friends? Yep. You want to go do karate in the garage? Yep. Turn it up. Turn it up! Now, live from the Anajar and Levine Accident Attorney Studios, it's Ken Lavica Live on ESPN 1063. There is impending Dolphins Doom coming, but I've already accepted. The Dolphins' fate for tomorrow night and maybe for the final month of the season. That said, I, in a shocking turn of events, feel as if I am accepting a ray of sunshine. I feel positive about the Dolphins. And really, the only way I feel positive about them is when they lost to Brock Purdy. Because you know what? Brock Purdy might just be that dude. The Dolphins losing to Brock Purdy, coming in in relief of Jimmy G three weeks ago, no longer feels embarrassing. In fact, it feels like it was always going to be a certainty. Just ask the Bucks. Just ask the Seahawks. Brock Purdy, how in the hell did that happen? Ken Levick alive on a Friday here on ESPN 106.3. Free ESPN app and on your smart speaker. And a John Levine Action and Attorney Studios, downtown West Palm Beach, Phillips Point Towers, right off of the cloudy and increasingly cooler, thank the Lord, Intracoastal. Stone Labanowitz, Friday Night Lights, Radio Life Partner, runs this catastrophe until 2 o'clock. And Friday, she is in to help raise our spirits and finish the week. The Dominican Queen finishing what she started this week, Jeanette Javier. Uh, Jeanette, before we, we discuss... Whatever is happening in San Francisco, Brock Purdy mania. They're the NFC West champions now with Brock Purdy at quarterback. What is the? Have you been able to take a good look at Brock Purdy? Just take a mm-hmm. gander at that mug. Um, Brock Purdy compared to Jimmy G. Just how big a fall off are we talking about here from a pure physical attraction standpoint? Day and night. And it's not fair to compare anybody to Jimmy G. <laughs> like true. that's not not my my apologies. Everybody's ugly compared to Jimmy yeah. G. So Brock, Brock, Brock Purdy ain't Purdy. He, he, he to ain't Purdy G. compared to Jimmy G. And and I'm sure he's someone's cup of tea. I don't know his relationship status. But yeah, neither do I. I'm sure he's someone's cup of tea. He just ain't no Jimmy G. And who is? Who he's is? cute. Okay, but he is ugly standing next to yeah. Jimmy G. And that is. Fair to say about anybody, unless you like Henry Cavill or Ryan Reynolds. Oh, so those are the ones who are in the same category as Jimmy G. Uh, a lower? I buy it. J.J. Reddick is the same okay, category Okay, J.J. Reddick as, as well. Jimmy G. And again, in case you're wondering, hey, Ken, does Jeanette have a type? Jeanette has a type. It's literally all right there. Mm-hmm. They have three features. And you can guess the features and, uh, and, and know what boxes Tweet are being at me. Let me know if you uh-huh. Yeah. And juice. If you if you have figured out uh, the features that Jeanette <laughs> is most into in a man, go ahead and tweet them. As she said, at Jeanette and Juice, at Jeanette and Juice. Just don't be weird, okay? Um, Stone this morning, 
uh, as as Jeanette and I are getting ready to come into the office and I'm trying to figure out what the hell are we doing for the show today, um, I knew exactly the direction we had to go in because at 10.05 a.m. Eastern time, the first correspondence between this trio right now in this studio was the following. Stone. I mean, we have to do something with Brock Purdy. Mr. Irrelevant was a three-and-a-half-point road favorite after stopping the Dolphins and arguably the greatest quarterback of all time. Didn't even practice this week. Stone texting away. He has his he, – he's Brock hard, that Stone Labanowitz. <laughs> When it comes when it comes to Brock Purdy, he is Brock Hard. Stone, just how Brock Hard are you? I mean, that's really well put. I don't think I can say it another way. I'm <laughs> I'm I'm Brocked up <laughs> right now. Uh huh. Yeah. I, I honestly couldn't believe my eyes last night. I'm like, is is this the Matrix we're living in? Is this a parallel universe? Like, what is going on? This kid's 22 and he's taking the entire league by storm. I mean, the poise, the poise, ridiculous. Less than three full games of football in this man, Mr. Irrelevant, picked last in the draft, Iowa State. And let's be clear. If you're taking a guy with the last pick in the draft, you have not evaluated that person, (laughs) okay? Like, I can at least buy to an extent the Tampa Bay Buccaneers taking Brady in the sixth round. I can at least to an extent by that, oh, yeah, we saw something we liked. Now, I still think it was overwhelming luck that led to them falling, Brady falling into their lap, but I can at least buy that more than Mr. Irrelevant coming in and helping lead you to a division championship. So how do you think that conversation happened? We're like, oh, it's our turn. We need to pick somebody. Yeah, that, uh, no, it's, it's like, oh, we're the, the final supplemental pick of the draft, and so there's another quarterback on the board. Uh, sure. He'll be good on the practice squad. Yeah, you. De- That's what you do for sure. You delegate the picks. Who's to buying the, beers? The smaller guy on the staff, right? Like one of the grad assistants or yeah. one of like the yeah. someone assistants. Like, who do you like? They you may have let Kyle Shanahan's kid exactly make the pick. Like, I like his name, Brock Purdy. All right, good. We'll take him. Like, there is no evaluation, <laughs> no evaluation that goes into the final pick of the draft. Yet here we are with Brock Purdy, less than three weeks. 678 yards, six touchdowns, QBR 68.2, three wins, NFC West Championship with three weeks left to go in the season. (laughs) I mean, what the hell, man? It's awesome. Now, now, why though Stone, quarterback Stone, Division I quarterback Stone Labanowitz, is he so successful? Why does he look so poised? Why does he not look shaky? Why is he maximizing what the San Francisco 49ers have and all of those weapons? So it's not easy to do what he's done in regards to being ready. Like, that's so simple, and I didn't say anything wise right there, but that next man up mentality, it's easier said than done. Like, we've seen guys like Sam Darnold and some of these backups, Brett Rippon, just come into the game, and they weren't prepared. Who was it earlier in the season where I was like, whoa, he was not prepared to come into this football game? I don't, Teddy Bridgewater when he threw a, an inside screen. For sure. Eight yards behind Cedric Wilson yeah. against the Bills. That, that's a really good example. And for Brock Purdy, he's come in. And if you're Kyle Shanahan, who dropped a quote that we're going to play here in a second, like you haven't had to worry about him not knowing what they want to do, what checks to make at the line of scrimmage kind of ultimately what the goal is on the offensive side of the football for that entire team. He just knows exactly what these guys want to do, and he executes it well. I think having that next man up mentality, he's executed that better than I've seen any other rookie quarterback do. So the Seahawks uh, last night could not get any pressure at Brock Purdy at all. That's the one thing that stands out, too. Like, Jeanette, you look at every highlight of Brock Purdy last night. He has five 
six seconds to maneuver in the pocket and find, oh, I don't know, George Kittle. <laughs> oh, I don't know, Debo Samuel. Like, I, it is, and Tom Brady was the recipient of it, especially mm-hmm. in the championship year for the Bucks. When that offensive line is clicking, it is amazing what things can happen for your football team. You've seen it as a Bucks fan um, before this year when catastrophe befell the entire offensive line, but you've especially seen Stupid it. Injury. You went from the top-end offensive line where Brady's winning a Super Bowl to now there's backups galore in front of him, and Brady has struggled, and the Bucks have struggled this year. The offensive line is so damned important, and we're seeing it with Brock Purdy. Yeah, and I think it's, it's always one of the most overlooked spots. Like Some people are always like, quarterback this, receivers that, maybe the tight end. But What's I'm like, in front of you? Exactly. Who's going to make those, who's gonna make those guys perform? Who's yep. going to kind of lead the way those guys do their jobs. And on top of that, to understand what you have around you, like you name dropped George Kittle, right? Brennan Ayuk, mm-hmm. Debo Samuel, let's not forget Christian McCaffrey. Like at one oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, at one point as a twenty two year old, your job is to get the ball in the hands of your best skill players and let them do the rest. And he's done nothing but that comfortably and poised. And the numbers aren't Incredible. I mean, against the Dolphins, 25 of 37. That's where he was pressed into the most action because uh, Kyle Shanahan understands he's going to be in a shootout and the Dolphins didn't play well and still had a chance to potentially win the game with six minutes left to go. But 25 of 37, 210, short throws, short throws, consistent throws, though. 25 of 37, almost a 68% completion percentage. That's Kyle Shanahan getting Brock pretty comfortable. It is. Right? Right? Not asking him to do too much. You don't have to stretch the field. It's not flashy. Like you said, Stone, he's using his pieces. He obviously has respect for everybody that's on that field, and he's maximizing them out. Right. And, and we commend the guys who have come in and done that who are 12-year vets in the league, mm-hmm. right, that are like, oh, Brady he- is the master of doing that. 100%. Like, I, we I, commend those guys. How are we not going to do it for a 22-year-old yeah, boy? Brady doesn't get fixated on one receiver unless desperation's involved, and he has to say a prayer to Mike Evans. He's been the master of distributing the football, um, finding the open man, having a really good good Hall of Fame game, and he's only thrown for 265 yards. Like That's been the M.O. for Tom Brady, and it's how he's won so much. But And I'm not comparing Brock Purdy to Tom Brady. I want to make that clear. I'm just saying that that's how you can succeed in this league when you are chock full of pieces that fit. And damn it, do the 49ers have so many pieces <laughs> that fit. Against Tampa, 16 of 21. 185 in that game. Two touchdowns. But I bet, Jeanette, you didn't know that the numbers were that mundane. But it felt like it was a constant avalanche from the 49ers in that game. That team looked like they wrecked the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And they they did, but they, they did it very methodically. Very methodically. There wasn't a lot of explosion. It was more bludgeoning over and over and over again. That's what the 49ers do. And then last night, 17 of 26, two touchdowns. A quarterback uh, rating of 117. Like, that's good enough. That's, that's, this is the guy who's picked last in the draft. He went to Iowa State. They're not exactly a quarterback machine up there. And that's on the road in your <laughs> on own. On the road in Seattle. In your own division. Mm-hmm. Like, that's a quotation's big game. Like I've said a hundred times already. For any other quarterback that we command, this is a big game on the road in your division. You're favored. You've only started, what, a game before that. And you go on and the lights are the brightest and you go ahead and go out there and perform better than a lot of the guys in the league are doing right now. It was a statement. I feel like it this was. now, this third this third game that he's had, done. They're playoff, Respect. They're playoff bound. 100%. They're playoff bound in what I would say too, and the 49ers don't have a choice. They're going to have to ride with him. But would you be surprised if you saw Brock Purdy in the Super Bowl? Are the 49ers better than the Eagles? I don't know. 
But can the 49ers absolutely hang with the Eagles? Uh yeah. Yeah, I guess to answer that, there's nobody that wouldn't put the San Francisco 49ers in their top five if you were to power rank teams right now. Like going forward mm-hmm. now in week 15 because and, and further. They, their whole yep. is Brock Purdy. Mm-hmm. Brock Purdy's playing winning football, though. Their whole, it's like Jimmy G. Jimmy G's always been the 49ers' whole. They, they place you can exploit the weakness. But if Brock Purdy can play Jimmy G level of consistent football, why wouldn't the 49ers? who were in the NFC Championship game a year ago, who came a possession away from winning the NFC. Why can't Brock Purdy do it? Because I trust Kyle Shanahan. I trust George Kittle. I trust Brandon Ayuk. You trust that defense? I trust Debo Samuel. I trust Christian McCaffrey, and I sure as bleep trust that defense. Aziz Alshire, FAU. What's up? What do you know about FAU's <laughs> defense? Oh, Aziz, let's go. But... I, I wouldn't be shocked to see the 49ers with Brock Purdy in the Super Bowl. Ryan Clark is sort of along those same lines. Here's Ryan Clark this morning on Get Up on ESPN. If we were the college football playoff committee, the four of us right now, when you were mm-hmm. voting, give me the top three teams yeah. in the NFC in order. Well, the Philadelphia Eagles would be number one. The San Francisco 49ers are firmly planted at number two and the biggest threat to the Philadelphia Eagles. And then you have the Dallas Cowboys. And I get it. The Dallas Cowboys are the team with the shiny star on their helmet. And we love talking about them in the A's of get up. But when we talk about what's really getting down to winning football games is what the San Francisco 49ers have. They have not just a good defense, but a dominant defense. Skill players all around the field, starting with Christian McCaffrey on offense, going to George Kittle, Brandon Ayuk, and Debo Samuel when he returns. And you have the best quarterback play that this team has gotten all year. Yeah, it's better than what we saw from Trey Lance. It's better than what we saw from Jimmy G. Brock Purdy is the best player that's played that position for this team the entire season, and that's why he has this team rolling and prime for an NFC Championship matchup against the Philadelphia Eagles. That's lofty, lofty stuff from Ryan Clark. I mean, already penciling the 49ers into an NFC title game appearance with the Eagles. With Brock Purdy. That's too much. I feel like that statement piece was made. Done. Respect is on the name now. Everybody's talking about him this morning. But to go that far? But there's nobody else in the NFC that you can slot in that number yeah, two it, spot. It, like that's Fair the point. thing, Jeanette. The NFC is Fair. not all that scary, which is why it's why, and this is gonna sound crazy, and I'm not trying to suck up to Jeanette here. If the Buccaneers find a way in, who's to say Brady can't do something miraculous? I'm not saying win a championship, but Get to an NFC title game? How can you rule out what could be a sub-500 Buccaneers team if Tom Brady gets in? Because past the Eagles and the Niners, I think there's a deep drop-off. Even the Vikings, I think there's a deep drop-off between the Niners and the Vikings. Yeah, and I think what would slap a lot of people in the face when the playoffs do come around, and let's say the Bucs do squeak in there, when you're looking at NFC odds right from Vegas, I wouldn't be surprised if the Buccaneers have better odds to get to an NFC Championship game than the Cowboys than the Vikings, and they're probably right there behind the Eagles and 49ers. I think Vegas would respect them. Want to know why? Because 12. Because 12. The same guy who Jeanette didn't hesitate yesterday, agreed with <laughs> Stone that he's Stop. washed. Well, no. He's washed. Stop. Jeanette goes, no. Jeanette before no. the show goes, I was no, sitting in my car, I was sitting in my car listening yesterday, and I can't believe how quick I was to dismiss Tom Brady. What's wrong with me? I don't know, Jeanette, but have faith. You've still got 12. You've still got 12. Bro- Brock Purdy, for once, made me appreciate 
Jimmy G for his on-field performance. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was. It, it went past. Yeah, you're right. It went past the physical love that Jeanette has for Jimmy G. Uh, it made her fully appreciate the entire package. Um, uh, well, the, the, the football package. Mm. Uh, so, so for you, it sounds like Stone. It sounds like Stone. For you, there's no better, and you're quarterback through and through. All you ever want to talk about is quarterbacks. You're quarterback heavy. You have quarterback fever all the time. Oh, yeah. You think that Brock Purdy is the feel-good story of the year at that position. Yeah, book it. Book it. For me, I don't think there's any other feel-good story early on in this season. Of course, it was Mr. Tungabailoa, the Hawaiian prince. But right now, it's Brock Purdy. And I think what did it for me, and this is corny, cheesy, all the above, et cetera, et cetera. But when his parents are sitting up in the stands, and he is curb-stomping Tom Brady, right? Mm-hmm. Arguably the greatest quarterback of all time. Mm-hmm. And his parents and his family, his girlfriend, everybody's crying. I'm like, holy hell. Like, nobody, nobody in his camp expected this. Nobody on this coaching uh, staff. Now he's tugging at the heartstrings, Jeanette. He's trying to make you cry. This is, this is a feel-good story, all right? That's <laughs> what we're talking about. This is what this is. Like, this kid is nails when it comes down to getting in between those white lines. As Mr. Irrelevant, there's nothing better. There's nothing better than watching this kid on primetime last night go after a really good Seattle Seahawks team. So I will admit, mm-hmm. I was really upset about when they when the Buccaneers lost to the 49ers. But, take but when they did the when the camera went to his family and yeah. they were celebrating, and they weren't like being asshole celebrating, right. like oh my right, god, right, it's right. just oh my god, our son who was the last player drafted, this is so improbable, just beat freaking Tom Brady. That's yeah. our like, boy. That's that our is, boy out there. I get goosebumps just at the thought. Yeah. Like there's a sense of pride, and I for, I was like. Okay, fine. That was cute. But don't don't take take what I have done, and I've compartmentalized. And at first, Stone remembers I was angry when the Dolphins let forget criticizing Tua. I was upset the Dolphins' defense let Brock Purdy do whatever he wanted. They threw thirty-seven times against the Dolphins' defense. But turns out, it's not a a, a badge of of sorrow. I mean, Brock Purdy, he's picking everyone apart. Buccaneers, Seattle. There's no shame in it now. There's no shame in it now. Stone says Brock Purdy is the quarterback feel-good MVP. If if you were going to, if you were going to give an honor today, a, 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 a trophy, and it it would be, I think, a a bronze quarterback um, with a. Uh, there'd be no muscle definition in the arm because, like, we're talking about a, a quarterback that nobody had any expectations for. So he's not physically imposing, right? So he's, he's like a dad bod? But kind, like- yeah, dad bod. He's a little bit flabby. Uh, he's got the arm cocked back, but he's got a big old heart. A what? big old heart. Goes to practice, but doesn't practice too hard because he doesn't need to and is going to down 15 beers because of it. Ken's talking about the trophy, though. Yeah, I'm talking about the trophy. Like, I'm talking about the trophy. Or or it could just be a quarterback helmet at hand killing a beer. I don't know. I don't know. Unlikely story. Lifting a keg. Because it means he's strong. No, I'm I'm with you, Ken. You know, it's just a normal body, and then his heart is outside of his body. It's like bigger, bigger than than, his chest. Yeah, like they do in cartoons. Yeah, yeah, it's a. It's just a big heart. (laughs) It's just a big old heart. Because man, damn it, that's what's willing him forward. If you were to give that trophy, the feel good quarterback MVP trophy, to any quarterback in the NFL this year, who would it be? Who is your NFL feel-good quarterback MVP? Is it Brock Purdy, like Stone says? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Tweet at us at KLV1063. That's 888-760-3776. I want you to put yourself, Jeanette, 
you're you're standing on stage, okay? You have one of those microphones that comes out of the the stage and and rises to your mouth, and Love and it. and you say you say, "Hello, I'm Jeanette Javier from Ken Levick Alive. I'm the Dominican Queen, and I'm here tonight to present the 2022 NFL Feel Good Quarterback MVP." And you say this year's winner is who are you presenting the trophy to? Your boy, Tua. 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 We're going from this season alone, right? Yeah, yeah. This is yeah, just I this think season. Tua, the fact that his name is in the MVP conversation this year, despite his couple of last games, is huge. Because did you guys honestly think he was going to go off in the beginning? Did you think he was going to come out the bat, get that Bills win? Yeah, that that was the one. Like the Bills win, it was nice to beat the Patriots. It was good to pick up the win in Week Two, but it was that win against the Bills where, because of the way Tua played, throwing dimes to Jalen Waddle in huge spots, where I said, "Wait a minute, I this is more than just the Dolphins being better coached. This is Tua taking the next step." Because after that, I'd probably go Jalen Hurts. So I agree with you with Tua. Jalen Hurts is absolutely in this conversation because that man has sort of bet on himself and said, I am going to do the work to get myself better, and now I'm considered an elite quarterback. But Tua, think about it. Tua, past him being number one in in most major statistical categories in the NFL, and then the secondary ones that really matter, like third down efficiency, like yards per completion through the air, against zone and man defense. I mean, even with two bad games, He's still the leader in that by a wide margin in a number of categories. He's also, unless something catastrophic happens, he's got himself that bag. Because what happened when the Dolphins traded for uh, for Chubb and got Chubbed up? That meant that they were not going to go another direction at the quarterback position. Yes, they did. They're locked into Tua. They have determined Tua is our guy. Tua is our quarterback. They're going into next year, and no matter what happens the final month of this season or in the postseason, guess who your starting quarterback is? It's Tua Tungavailoa. Tua has taken the biggest step towards getting his bag of any quarterback in the NFL this season. Yeah, that's a damn fact. And what's been most and that Im- feels good for a guy who's been through oh, yeah. so much. Yeah, and what's most impressive in all of the leagues, right? The NBA, the MLB. The NFL, a lot of the players can't come back from their name being dragged in the mud for so, so long. Like, we've seen what it's done to Baker Mayfield. We've seen what it's done to all these guys. That list can go on and on. It just breaks people. Tua's coach was actively trying to bury him. Tua's literal coach. His head coach was trying to bury him and Brian Flores. His owner wanted no part of him. Uh-huh. I, I didn't even think about it like that. Yeah, like, yeah absolutely. I think like he, was, he was getting buried from the inside. Uh-huh. It wasn't just the talking uh-huh. heads and the fans. He was... In the building. And Ryan Floors was toxic, dude. The total. more I look back, no, I was I like, he was a toxic totally. human. And that's why Red he, flags all over the place. And I, I, wow. I understand his frustration and everything that happened with the Dolphins was shady, but Res- that uh-uh. stuff is the reason why Brian Flores will and should never be a head coach in the NFL. Kind of, uh, I want to say, karma a little bit. It is, it is. As he's toiling away as the linebackers coach now at the Steelers. Uh-huh. <laughs> treat people well. Brian Flores did not treat people well. Sorry. No, no, that's that's spot on. But to come out of it as clean as he did, mm-hmm. and there's not much to be said. I mean, if he continues to play the level that he is right now and it goes a little downhill, yeah, the voices will get louder and louder, but... He has been able to come out of this clean this season. That's impressive, and it's really feel good. Yeah. Uh, so so I I will go with Jeanette. I'll say Tua Tungavailoa is the feel-good quarterback MVP of the year. Stone says it's Brock Purdy. What do you say? Who are you giving that bronze trophy with a big old heart on it, the 2022 NFL quarterback feel-good MVP honor? Who are you giving it to? 
can we call it the Tom Brady trophy? Because he Ugh. was the ultimate underdog. We're not doing that. Yeah, let's call it the Tom Brady trophy. But Jeanette does make he's, a good case. He, like, was he the is ultimate the ultimate come underdog. from nowhere to greatest of all time. Oh, Sixth show. round to greatest ahead. of all time. Uh-huh. Well, we already did our NFL awards, and we gave Tom Brady, we're going to name the Super Bowl MVP after Tom Brady, so we're not giving that feel-good trophy. We're not putting his name no, on No, we that. are. Yeah. I wasn't in that conversation. There are plenty of other cuddly bears that have played in this league that we would deem the feel-good story But who would guys. be greater than Tom Brady? I, I'm not... Uh, Mm. See, that's what I'm mm. saying. Mm. I almost feel like swallow, this swallow has to be for Brady. There. <laughs> it's the Tom Brady trophy. Who wins your 2022 NFL Feel Good Quarterback MVP Award? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Tweet at us, at KLV1063. We got plenty of social media. We'll get to that in just a couple of moments. But who is the Feel Good Quarterback MVP of the year in the NFL, 888-760-3776, 888-760-3776. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care. Are you experiencing foot and ankle pain? Well, you need to see an expert in the field. There's the MVPs at Baptist Health Orthopedic Care. They have a team of foot and ankle orthopedic surgeons and specialists who are regarded as leaders in their specialty. Visit baptisthealth.net slash ortho to learn more today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care combines its resources of experienced physicians, leading-edge treatments, and technology to provide advanced orthopedic foot and ankle, joint replacement, spine and sports medicine care. Visit baptisthealth.net slash ortho for more information today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has offices conveniently located in Palm Beach County through the Florida Keys. Learn more by visiting baptisthealth.net slash ortho. Who has the best story of quarterbacks in the NFL this season? Who is the NFL quarterback feel-good MVP? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776 on Twitter at KLV1063. She's the Dominican Queen, Jeanette Javier. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN1063. Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach. You are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. Daddy, Yankee. No, Yankee, not Yankee. 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 Jeanette's going to see Daddy Yankee on Sunday. Let's go! La Ratita. That's new, I'll take it. Yeah. <laughs> oh man where is it in orlando yes <laughs> yes it's second puerto rico over there the streets are gonna be lighted so uh we are gonna get Jeanette absolutely ready and uh and primed for uh daddy yankee sunday in orlando throughout the course of the show today it's so excited she is amped up Oh, by the way, Silent Assassin Christian Kent with an outstanding, and this is why, hopefully at some point in his life, he won't be the Silent Assassin anymore. Yes. He'll just be the Assassin. I'm probably going to have to change his nickname uh, after that. Um, <laughs> again, a little peek behind the uh, scenes here at Ken Levick Alive. I, um, I coin all the nicknames here on the show. It's just what I do. Without anybody's approval. Yeah, no, nobody, gets, nobody approves it. It just, so, one day it appears. Yeah, but you haven't missed yet. I haven't missed. I'm undefeated. You are. Exactly right. Um, but uh, but he says... I, actually, I think Theo gave himself his nickname, but we just let that one ride. Oh, Teddy? Big Teddy. Yeah, that's lame. I feel like he has the biggest ego out of all of us. Big, Ooh. Big, big, 
<laughs> yeah, Big Teddy, he coined that himself. Oh, man. He made it his own, like, Twitter handle or something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that is a little weird. Let's just go after him right now. His real name is Brandon, people. Okay? It's not even <laughs> Theodore. <laughs> well, you just gave his government name. Oh, man. No, that was bold. That was really, really well, bold. Well, that's what he gets for missing out on a little team happy hour. You might as well uh, give out his social security number as well, Stone. All right, so Sweet social Jesus. security number is... Uh, do the phone number. Uh-huh. Do the phone number. Oh, my God. No, thank you. Uh, so, so uh, Christian Cat. We were, we were trying to come up with the player's name who should be on our newly minted award, the NFL Feel Good Quarterback MVP Award. Uh, Stone says, and this is an award given to the best story of the year amongst any quarterback in the league. Brock Purdy is going to be Stone's recipient, while Jeanette and I are going with Tua. We were trying to figure out, and Jeanette rightfully said, it should be the Tom Brady Award. Because who has a better underdog story? Who has a better feel-good story than Tom Brady? From nothing to everything. But, yeah, that's good. But the silent assassin said, well, what about Kurt Warner? Because we're inevitably going to put Tom Brady on the MVP award, the overall MVP award. How would Kurt Warner fit? And you know what? I say Christian. I say silent assassin. I think Kurt Warner fits just fine. I think that's a good call. But where's his ring? Uh, he has one, almost had two. He does, yeah, yeah, he does oh, do have. remember the second Greatest show on turf? The greatest uh, show on turf. I stand corrected. And he should. It was Tom Brady who kept him from his second ring. I remember, that's what I remember. And then it was Ben Roethlisberger who kept him from his second ring. So how can Tom Brady be the name on the feel-good trophy if he's taking the feel-good away from mm-hmm. the guys left and right? That's a good point. Mm-hmm. But so that's just he's part the, of winning. Yeah, no, it's true. He's the MVP. There's but always a loser and a winner. I'm so sorry, Tom Brady's always... The winner. Would would the NFL take Lombardi's name off the trophy and put Brady's on it? It's a great question. No, I don't think that's... It's I mean... A, that's like the same conversation uh, always pops up randomly, and I hate it. Should Michael Jordan be the new logo of the NBA? He's our, he's now the MVP trophy. Yeah, but what if it was the his, logo. But they always say that man should be Michael Jordan. I'm like, no, leave it as is. I would argue that the MVP trophy in the NBA now should just be a bust of MJ's head. I, I don't hate it. <laughs> I honestly don't hate it. Uh, let's let's just go all out. They should be the bust of whatever player's name is on. Like the, the Western Conference Championship Trophy should be a bust of Magic Johnson's big old head. Like, I'd be into that. Yeah, wives would He's love that. He's got a big head. Wives would love that. You know, my husband is the best player of the season, and there's just a bust of some and other man's head. And it's just MJ staring at you. <laughs> right. Just staring at you. With those big bronze eyes that yeah. are creepy. Yeah, and then what would be hilarious is when, inevitably, the MVP gets bounced from the playoffs early in the photo of him holding up the MJ MVP award, you can just superimpose the sad Jordan on there. Uh, yeah. I'm just looking out for there the social go. media streets. <laughs> That's what I'm doing. Which is a great idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that means we have the 2022, deep breath now, 2022 Kurt Warner NFL Feel Good at QB MVP Award. Beautiful. Rolls off the tongue. Yeah, give us credit. Rolls if, off the if tongue. If you decide to take that NFL. Yeah, NFL, please credit us. You're right. You're right. It's the least you can do, okay? Um, who wins your NFL Feel Good Quarterback MVP award this year? Do you agree with Stone? It's Brock Purdy. Do you agree with Jeanette and I? It's Tua Tungavailoa, or is it somebody else? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. And on Twitter, at KLV1063, Ricky tweets, I would go with Jared Goff, a resurgent career in Detroit, and uplifting the team with good quarterback play. Jared Goff 
is in the discussion. Jared Goff, when you have that voting form, uh, he's on it. He's a finalist for this award. I wouldn't give it to him, though. I was just going to say, just, I mean. You can make a case, but not a strong enough case. You can make a case, because, but like just because a quarterback story is cute and it makes you feel good doesn't mean that. Though I would argue that cute and makes you feel good is Brock Purdy. Yeah, but... We've got three-week sample size, and Stone's already given the, uh, given the award. Yeah, because Purdy just started, though. Purdy, like, out of nowhere. Right, but... We were blindsided okay, but, by him. Yeah, let if me, it weren't for injury after injury, we wouldn't have found out about Purdy. Let me make the case for Jared Goff. Let me, let me, let me make the case to Jeanette about Jared Goff. I'm not convinced. A man who had uh, conceivably found a home, found a team, found his head coach, Sean McVay, Jared Goff, Match made in offensive heaven. They ransack the NFL. They go to a Super Bowl, get denied a ring by the GOAT, Tom Brady. Okay? So what happens? Sean McVay starts flirting. He goes on vacation. He goes to Mexico, and he runs into Matt Stafford and says, you know what? You know what? I am flying uh, full staff for Matt Stafford. That's good, man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so, so what am I going to do? I'm going to flirt behind the scenes because, again, I'm, I'm, I'm full staff right Scandalous. now for, for Matt Stafford. And, and Jared Goff, all the while, he's thinking, oh, I can't wait to see Coach McVay. That is, that, that's the coach I'm married to. I love him. I love him. I can't wait to see his chiseled jaw again and his, and his phenomenal hair and, and keep ripping apart defenses. And then he has the heartbreaking news Hey, Jaron, I know we went to a Super Bowl together. We had all these great memories, all these photos, but you know what? I found someone else. He's just older, more experienced, and he knows how to use it a little bit better. Uh, and you're like, my God. You cheated on me in Mexico, You cheated coach? on me in Mexico with an older man? This <laughs> is terrible. It happens. Uh-huh. Uh, and so, so what happens? Not only that betrayal, but then he sends you to Detroit. He sends you to Detroit, Michigan. Who in God's name wants to go there? Meanwhile, you're sitting from a distance with a new head coach who's more interested in chugging Starbucks and biting kneecaps. He's not an <laughs> offensive mastermind at all. What happens with your former, your former flame, your former lover, with his new older, his older romance? They go and win a Super Bowl together, and you're left on the outside looking in. And then year two with this kneecap biter. Doesn't go well either. But start then, off one and six. One and start off one and six. But then what happens? You sit down one night at the kitchen table and you say, "Listen, listen, baby. If we're going to make this work, we got to sort this out. We've got to sort this out. We've got to talk. Communication is key." And there were some tears, there were hugs, there were tough conversations that were had. And now what happens? You went from one and six, and now you're five and seven. You've turned it around. There's a trust. There's a romance now. You've learned that, you know what, maybe I do like big burly men. They're six and seven. I'm sorry, even better. Yeah. Even better. Even better. You've got a bond now. Suddenly, Detroit doesn't look so dismal. And that's your case for the feel-good story of the year for Jared Goff. And it's, How is that? It's so money. It's so money. And you're yeah. right. I might have jumped the gun on Brock Purdy because if Detroit wins out their last four games of the season, because they can't lose one if they want to make the playoffs, they have to go 4-0. If they go 4-0, he steals this trophy from Brock Purdy. Mm. We're talking about right now, though. Yeah, right now. hypotheticals. So so right now. So you're saying, though, you would rip it from Brock Purdy, potentially. NFC West champion, by the way. 
and give it to Jared Goff, potential NFC wildcard. Yeah, if you go from one and six to ten and seven and make the playoffs and, and win four in a row to get there, yeah, I, I will rip it right out of Brock Purdy's hands. So you'd give it, literally give it to Purdy. Here, here's this. His family is crying. His parents are crying. Back, His sister's crying. Going back to that when he beat Tom Brady, what's the name of the trophy? The 2022 Kurt Warner NFL Feel Good Quarterback MVP Award. Presented to Brock Purdy. And then a recall. Just joking. <laughs> Here, come on over, Jared Goff. Oh, man. By the way, can we get something straight? Yeah, what's up? Would you guys not want to drink with Dan Campbell? Oh, I would, I would love to drink with Dan Campbell. And Come I, on. I bet drinking with Dan Campbell means, at the end of every night, vomit. Like, there's no way you don't drink to being sick with Dan Campbell. Like, to me, I envision Dan Campbell sitting with 47 empty Budweiser cans around him. Not, no, 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 but no. they've been PBR. crushed. They've been cr- oh, PBR. Yeah, it's and they've PBR. been crushed against his forehead, right? Oh, every single one. Dan Campbell, who is the NFL head coach you'd love to hang out with most? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Who are you giving your feel-good quarterback MVP award to this year? And which NFL head coach would you like to hang out with most? Because I think Dan Campbell, probably the leader in the clubhouse. That said, that said, if you're one of those sneaker nerds, I think Mike McDaniel is probably the place you go to. Those awkward sneaker nerds, you know them. You know someone, or at least know someone who knows someone who is a Mike McDaniel. I think Mike McDaniel could be high on this list as well. Yeah, I appreciate it because I would choose Mike McDaniel over Dan Campbell. Dan Campbell would wear me out (laughs) if I had to hang out with that guy. I would be on the same level. You know who I picked? Nathaniel Hackett. You know what? I would love to be... I bet he's a good guy to hang out with. He can't coach worth a lick. It would probably be fun... To be fun to be on like a three-day Bahamas cruise with both Andy Reid and Bruce Arians. Because <laughs> yeah. that's exactly where they are right now. I was thinking Andy Reid. Jeanette, me and you both love food. I think we would enjoy a buffet with oh, Andy Reid. That buffet would be gone Oh yeah, it would. two minutes. Mm-hmm. Could you imagine what Andy Reid would do to a chocolate fountain? <laughs> just drinking it out of I the I mean, just head, head under the Completely entire thing. the cones and just the cups. chocolate all over his goatee. Throw the sprinkles in my mouth and put the ice cream <laughs> in right on Please spoon the sprinkles <laughs> in my mouth. Post haste. <laughs> who 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 would you give your feel good quarterback MVP award to this year? And which NFL head coach would would you want to hang out with most? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. And at KLV1063, let's start in Boynton with our man Bill. What's up, Bill? Good afternoon. Um, I want to throw this off my dear Jeanette. What about Geno Smith? Geno Smith. Oh, that's a good one, Geno Smith, who, by the way, I think is no doubt comeback player of the year, an award that actually exists. That's a cute right, one, right, too. I'd he, put it over Jared Goff. Yeah, he probably does. I'd, well, I'd put it over Jared and, Goff. And, Bill, think about it with, with Geno Smith. This is a guy who he's been nothing but a punchline since everything in New York ended. Uh, his most notable win probably, and this is really frustrating to say, but his most notable win is probably 2014 Week 17, beating Joe Philbin's Dolphins and keeping the Finns out of the playoffs, right? The win that got Rex Ryan his final contract extension with the Jets. So that pisses me off. But this is a guy who got himself punched and his jaw broken in the Jets' locker room. He's been nothing but a punchline, and he comes back this year as just sort of a, a secondhand thought after Russell Wilson departs, and he's been 10 times the quarterback Russell Wilson's been this year. Like I, that, there's your case, Bill. Like there's, there is your case for Geno Smith. Thank you, Ken. 
Yep. Yeah. And who is your coach? Who is your Who's your coach you'd hang out with? Who are we drinking with? You You made a good case, Campbell. It's yeah. Tough. Tough. The top case. Uh, <laughs> it, yeah. it would be a crazy. It, it would be memorable. That's a given. Oh, absolutely. It, it, well, it would be memorable until the uh, the point you forgot everything you <laughs> right. did that night with Dan Campbell. <laughs> like, it would be memorable to a point, and then you're living off of photos on your phone after that. Is there any worse feeling, by the way, speaking of nights like that, when you wake up and you check your text messages? No. So what drunk Jeanette does is she looks out for sober Sunday scary Jeanette <laughs> and she deletes <laughs> Sunday scary Jeanette the text messages and the pictures that are taken from her phone wait but but the text messages live forever like no, just cuz she you- deletes the thread and then the next morning I'll get a text like haha you were absolutely like oh and you're like I have no recollection of it so yeah. you can't feel guilty about anything because you don't have the text thread to actually look at it anymore. But deep down, I'm like, oh, no. Yeah. What happened? I, Why I don't know. are you texting me? What did I send you? It hasn't happened in quite some time for me, but I do remember back in a different part of my life where I would wake up on a Sunday morning and be like, oh, my God, I sent that person this text. Oof. And then you just try to pretend it didn't happen. But Sunday's not a good day. Sunday scary is bad. I remember those days, and I think that's why Jeanette, drunk Jeanette, is now at such an elite professional level that she <laughs> takes care of uh-huh. sober Jeanette. Uh-huh. You've learned lessons. You've, you've, you're, you're the feel-good drinking story of the year. <laughs> well, actually, never mind. <laughs> never mind. Never mind. Joe is in Jupiter. What's up, Joe? Hello, guys. I, I'll give you my MVP candidate, um, and then after that, I want to give you – I have a dilemma. Hopefully, you can help me with this sure. NFL playoff scenario, and I want your opinion on it. Sure. Uh, unfortunately – after listening to ESPN Radio 106.3 all morning before your fantastic show started 47 minutes ago, anytime they brought up the Cowboy game, they had to bring up how fantastic Trevor Lawrence has been the past five or six weeks. Oh, He's yeah. top two or three in almost all NFL categories the past five or six weeks. And some of them are even picking them to beat the Cowboys. So I'm, I guess at least as a candidate, maybe um, – I have to I have to give it to Trevor Lawrence from See, what you know his so Joe, year last year and J- Joe Stone's making a face though I don't think Stone uh, and 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 I want to go on the record as saying the Jaguars have an unbelievable knack for getting it to the top of the confidence level here they come and then completely pooping all over themselves and that's what I think is going to happen <laughs> this week against the Cowboys I want to put that on the record it seems like that's going to be the Jaguars team you're going to get but why why do you not like Trevor Lawrence to win this award it's tough we're talking about a 5 and 8 Jaguars team and it's almost like the pity award it's like we we haven't been able to give Trevor an actual award so let's talk about how he's so been doing these past 5 or 6 weeks he's done the bare minimum so now we're going to say up oh, that's a feel-good award. No, this dude was a number one pick. Right. Can a number one pick in year yeah, two be the feel-good quarterback of the year? And I don't think so. So so have no fear. Have no fear, Joe. We're not going to fall into the trap that the no, show before us did. No, we cannot fall into the trap. Uh-uh. He gets prettiest hair award. <laughs> yeah, he's got good hair. I mean, he's, hair. He's, he's, he now could be playing the part of that number one pick from you know from last year. Right. So we'll see. The ex- I mean, you I can't hope have it doesn't that, start this week. Yeah, you can't have that many expectations. He hasn't come up from anything. He's always had the silver quarterback spoon. Okay. Um. So so right. then, uh, what is your what is your dilemma, Joe? Well, I've been struggling really. I mean, if we keep the five seed and don't catch Philadelphia, mm-hmm. we would play the winner of the NFC South. We could we could seriously play Carolina. Could you? <laughs> I, I don't worry about them at all. We could play Tampa as well, and I'm not as worried. But I'm sorry, Jeanette. I think we would still beat them. But 
Whatever. That's our path to the uh, divisional round is playing the winner of the NFC South. I'll, I don't know if I want us to catch the Eagles or – Either way would be a better scenario. What would you do? Ah. What would you hope for if you were a Cowboys fan? So what Joe is saying right now is that it might be better for them not to even attempt to catch the Eagles, have Christmas Eve mean nothing in that game, and instead fall short of the Eagles and have conceivably an easier path to the divisional round. Hmm. You know, Joe, I think you're on to something. But you can't have I'm just curious. Yeah, yeah, I... I, eh. Thank you, sir. Appreciate you, Joe. Joe, Sorry. what, are you, Joe, what are you doing right now? What are you doing right now? Joe? Sorry, a customer. A customer came out to my window and gave me a Christmas card. Oh my oh, gosh! Oh, okay. that's very nice. That right. is very, very nice. Uh, Did they write anything, or is it uh, just they they gave whatever they bought in the store and they put it in the envelope and I gave it to you? I was going to say, was it no, like no, a generic I, I, card? No, I'm so, put into it? That they're handing. I mean, if you, else? if you want to know, I can tell you on air. When all that, I can tell you on air. And he gave me fifty dollars. Wow. Ooh. Oh, all right, never mind. It doesn't even matter what was written in the card. The fifty dollars is good enough. That's that's good stuff. What I'm I was, on, you know, that's. that's Go ahead. That's what yeah, yeah, I'm taking care of customers on Jupiter Honest. I guess that's that's how they roll. There you go, Not Joe. Very nice of him. Anyway, <laughs> Joe, Joe, you are, and you I appreciate asked. you being a successful professional. You um, What I would say, <laughs> what I would say, Joe, is um, I, I think the Cowboys should try. I think this is America's team. Come on, man. You live to the of standard course. of Jerry Jones, yeah. but if you fall short, then you can't be sad about it because conceivably the path is easier to get through the the wild card round. So I think look at it as you're in a win win. Like, look at it, Joe, is it a, a win-win? You're going to make the playoffs, and you'll either catch the Eagles right. and you'll have bragging rights there, or you'll get to the divisional round no problem. Like, that's the way you should look at it. That's kind of the way I do. I just wanted y'all's opinion on that. I've been struggling with that, but I, it, it is kind of a win-win. So, no, uh, no struggle there. I, I think person. you're the best of both worlds and appreciate the call, Joe. Sports therapy here on Ken Levick Alive. <laughs> I love that. Can we also talk about how miserable Christmas cards are? Especially the ones with, like, family pictures and whatnot. Love some Christmas do cards. Do you think I want to see your family on my fridge? Actually, I think this is a legitimate discussion to have because I was thinking How about this yesterday. You? Well, I can see the benefit for Christmas cards, but I can also see the argument like Jeanette is presenting against Christmas cards because it does seem a bit self-centered, and it depends, too, how much you actually care for the person and or their family. Interesting question. Interesting question. I literally receive... Holiday cards, Christmas cards, whatever, which they shouldn't because I hate the holidays. I like depending who you are. I literally rip it up and throw it in the trash, or I give it to my candle. Well, you're a part of a very small group who does that. <laughs> Instead of just being happy that you see mm-hmm. your your uh, close ones all all tight knit in no, love with I each think... other, and you put them on your fridge because you love them, and you're going to see them in the holidays, and you wish them a happy holiday. Yeah, but well, I'm not from the see from them. the grumpy old Grinch here, Jeanette. Of course, the single one doesn't want the family of six coming on our fridge. I see it makes sense. It's all good there. Um, I, I think this is a legit conversation. Let's get to a break because we're, we're late here, and I do want to tell everybody about the ballpark of the Palm Beaches. A great stocking stuffer this year, even for Grinches like Jeanette, is a whole pack of spring training tickets Ooh. to the ballpark of the Palm Beaches. Well, you get to see me. That's and you get dream. to see Jeanette. She is the in-game host for the world champion Houston Astros, who call the ballpark of the Palm Beaches home. So do the Washington Nationals. See them both and teams like the Yankees and the Red Sox when they roll through in Grapefruit League play at the ballpark of the Palm Beaches. Ballparkpalmbeaches.com. Ballparkpalmbeaches.com. Ken, why are you giving me that web address? Well, it's where you go get the tickets for spring training. I'm not just willing 
willy-nilly throwing out a URL because it makes me feel good. No, I want you to get spring training tickets from the ballpark to the Palm Beaches. Ballparkpalmbeaches.com. What's that, Ken? Ballparkpalmbeaches.com. Oh, I'm running uh, I'm running short on time for, for, for holiday gifts. Oh, well, there you go. Ballparkpalmbeaches.com. You're welcome. Ballpark of the Palm Beaches, spring training home, Astros, Nationals. Go check out spring training. It's just weeks away. Ballparkpalmbeaches.com. The ballpark of the Palm Beaches, right smack dab in the beautiful warm center of West Palm. Christmas cards, holiday cards. Are they good? Do you like them? Or are they bad and they waste your time? She's Jeanette Javier, the Grinch, the Dominican Queen. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. NHR and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach. You are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. So you can add this as a bullet point in the resume for Brock Purdy as the 2022 Kurt Warner NFL Feel Good Quarterback MVP Award winner. (laughs) Uh, NFL Research on Twitter. Brock Purdy joins Aaron Rodgers as the only quarterback since at least 1950 to have a passer rating of 115-plus in each of their first two career starts. Lofty company. And think about it. You know know how crazy that's going to be when Brock Purdy does that in a 49ers uniform this year and then Aaron Rodgers is the 49ers quarterback next year? Wild. Oh, the parallels. Wild stuff. Oh, my. You hit the nail on the head there. I thought Tom Brady was going to be the He's too old. He's washed. You're right. We also said Tom Brady. How many quarterbacks are the 49ers going to have? By the way, what else? What if Brock Purdy goes to the Super Bowl with the Niners? Could you trade him for a first-round pick? That's big brain stuff. (laughs) I mean, I'm just trying to look ahead here. I read, too, from going to the last player to now being traded for a first-round pick. Like uh, Chris, Chris tweeted in, yeah, yeah, how about that? You're Mr. Irrelevant, final pick in the draft, and all of a sudden, you have... The the most relevant. (laughs) You have, in seven games, made yourself the most relevant player in the offseason, and your worth went from last player picked in the draft to a first-round pick. How about that? That's one of the all-time stories, if that happens. I like when we live in pretend world. It's a lot more fun than the real world we live in. Uh, Chris, Chris tweets in, for every Tom Brady, there's another Matt Flynn. Easy on the expectations for the time being. But that doesn't apply to Brock Purdy because the 49ers already and Matt Flynn, Matt Flynn got himself a massive contract, free agent contract with Seattle off of one week 17 performance when the Packers had already clinched the playoff berth. And he was the backup to Aaron Rodgers. Matt Flynn earned himself a contract off of one week 17 game uh, in, in all reality. Brock Purdy at least has put wins on tape. Yeah, why would he use Matt Flynn as the example? It's not the same thing. It's not the same thing. And Brock Purdy is the starting quarterback now for a team that's going to ride into the playoffs and won a division championship with him at the helm. So Matt Flynn's not an even comparison. No, it's not. Because then you're just saying Brock Purdy's going to go get paid millions of dollars for what he's doing right now. So it's just not an apt comparison at all. Yeah. And, and maybe he ends up being nothing. And maybe he can't fit into any other system other than what Kyle Shanahan puts together in San Francisco. Th- that said, he's already done more in his regular season career than Matt Flynn did. <laughs> yeah, he did. Yeah, and when Matt Flynn did that for that squad, I believe it was the Raiders, right? It, 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 they yeah, he tore up the Raiders. You're right. They weren't playing for uh, a playoff hopes there. Like, 
Brock Purdy's got this team surging right now. You know what's really embarrassing is I, at that time, I was still covering the Dolphins. I was hardcore on the Matt Flynn train. <laughs> you just, you, you almost didn't tell us that. on the Dolphins getting Matt Flynn. <laughs> and oh. then Matt Flynn never even started for the Seahawks. Russell Wilson won the job. <laughs> Whoops! <laughs> I was wrong on that one. I'm also the same one, by the way, who wrote, wrote for public consumption at ESPNWestPalm.com back when I was covering the Dolphins when they signed Reggie Bush, that it was one of the worst offseason signings in franchise history. What did Reggie Bush do? Ran for 1,000 yards multiple times. You're doing great, Ken. Whoops. <laughs> I promise my reporting on the Dolphins was good. <laughs> when I tried to insert my here's what the Dolphins should do opinions, that's where I started to fall short in a massive way. Okay? I actually, and this is no joke, and I think it says a lot about me, to be honest. I mean, I made all of the, this guy's too Hollywood, doesn't care about football, <laughs> only relevant because of the Kardashians, uh, all the jabs it's I could take. Sounds in so what I, on brand. And what I wrote about Reggie Bush, <laughs> and he definitely read it. He def- and he was a, a, in a consummate professional. I'm telling you, they're, they're, he is a top five most pleasant human being I have ever dealt with covering the NFL, Reggie Bush. He really? was an exemplary human being. I mean the best. <laughs> you could approach him. You could ask him a question. He would wait if you wanted to let the media pass through and you pulled him off to the side. He would do all of that. He was engaging. Reggie Bush is an all-world human being, which it drives me crazy. People still have this preconceived notion about him because of what happened at USC and him un- uh, very, very, very tragically losing the Heisman Trophy. He should have that back, by the way, BT-dub. He's a great person. Um, I went up to him final week of the season, his final year with the Dolphins, in the locker room, and flat-out apologized to him. I, I, I straight up waited for the, the media gaggle to leave, and I said, hey, I know you know about what I wrote when you were signed. Um, I apologize. I was extremely wrong. You are one of the most professional players I've ever run into, and you're a credit to the organization. And I left it at that, and he said, thank you. I appreciate that. And we left it at that. Wow. Whoa, Ken. Because I was wrong, wrong. And I mean unfairly wrong. I mean mean to Reggie Bush. I and I don't even know the guy. I'm shook. You're like one of the pettiest, most pessimistic, yep. I don't care about you, you, or your you dog know, kind of Ken people. might have been, he might have feared for his life after no, he wrote it. I'm not scared of Reggie Bush. Yeah, he was. You seen? There's that video of him doing push-ups with Kim Kardashian on his back. I'm sure that one scared. But you. I'm not scared of Reggie Bush. I could have easily not said anything. Like we we spent two years in that locker room and nothing was ever said, nothing yeah. was ever like addressed. I'm not scared. I was scared of Joey Porter. I wasn't scared <laughs> of Reggie Bush. Okay. Um, but Reggie Bush is, and I will be a forever fan because that guy just flat out is everything good about the NFL and about human beings. Have you seen his Subway commercial? Yeah. Making yeah. fun of not getting the trophy back? I think it's, it's Wendy's. 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 Oh. <laughs> and I think he does a good job with those commercials. <laughs> They're awesome. They're hilarious. Yeah. I just can't believe No, you know who does Subway? The man who's dangerous. Yeah, that's right. Dangerous. Yeah. Dangerous Wilson oh, is on it. Subway. I got it. Reggie Bush. I was like, Charles Barkley does Subway. I know that. By the way, the Wendy's value menu. Let's go. Oh, they need to bring the fo- they need to bring the fo 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 back. 
<laughs> the foe for foe. The That's foe for right. foe. That's right. All right. We're going to talk about uh, holiday cards when we come back, I promise. Uh, should I do a? Uh, should I tell people about something, Stone, real quick before we, uh, we yeah, go to tell break? Them, tell them how you got to work today. Oh, how did I get to work? Well, let me tell you. <laughs> My Kia K5 GT, blue, beautiful. Guess what I was? As always, stuck in traffic. Thanks, New York. Thanks, Quebec. Thanks, Ontario. <laughs> but it's okay because I was in my beautiful Kia K5 GT from Greenway Kia, West Palm Beach, Military Trail, half mile south of Palm Beach International Airport. That's Greenway Kia, West Palm Beach. Greenway Kia, West Palm Beach, where they have, you guessed it, a credit clinic on site, bank revs on site. Ken, why does that matter? They're not a bank. No, 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 no. It matters when you're trying to come up with a monthly car payment that allows you to still maneuver and pay for flag football for your kids or dance or take that vacation or pay the mortgage. Uh, They want to, at Greenway Kia West Palm Beach, take care of you. And it goes past that. A lot of you, and I don't judge because I have lived in this world, your credit sucks. It's okay to admit it. It's okay to admit that you have bad credit. It's real. It's a real thing that affects millions, especially in this state where everything is so expensive. So at Greenway Kia West Palm Beach, if you're looking for a car, why wouldn't you go to a place that goes out of its way above and beyond to, even if you have terrible credit, put you in an automobile? That's a no-brainer. Greenway Kia, West Palm Beach. Greenway Kia, West Palm Beach. Check out the selection online, GreenwayKiaWestPalmBeach.com, and then go to Greenway Kia, West Palm Beach. So easy to get to Military Trail, half mile south of Palm Beach International Airport. That's Greenway Kia, West Palm Beach. She's Jeanette Javier. She's the Dominican Queen. I'm Ken Lavica. I apologize to Reggie Bush, and I'm live on ESPN 106.3. Bailando, lo de nosotros vamos a resolverlo. Bailando. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken Lavica Live. On ESPN 106.3. Daddy, Yankee. No, Yankee, not Yankee. 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 Jeanette's going to see Daddy Yankee on Sunday. Let's go! La Ratita. That's new, I'll take it. Yeah. Oh, man. Where is it, in Orlando? Yes. <laughs> yes. It's second Puerto Rico over there. The streets are going to be lighted. So uh, we are going to get Jeanette absolutely ready and uh, and primed for uh, Daddy Yankee Sunday in Orlando throughout the course of the show today. It's so excited. She is amped up. Oh, by the way, silent assassin Christian Kent with an outstanding, and this is why Hopefully, at some point in his life, he won't be the silent assassin anymore. Yes. He'll just be the assassin. I'm probably going to have to change his nickname uh, after that. Um, <laughs> again, a little peek behind the uh, scenes here at Ken Levick Alive. I, um, I coin all the nicknames here on the show. It's just what I do. Without anybody's approval. Yeah, no, nobody, gets, nobody approves it. It just so, one day it appears. Yeah, but you haven't missed yet. I haven't missed. I'm undefeated. You are. Exactly right. Um, but, uh, but he says. I, actually, I think. Theo gave himself his nickname, but we just let that one ride. Oh, Teddy? Big Teddy? Yeah, that's lame. I feel like he has the biggest ego out of all of us. Big, 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 <laughs> yeah, big Teddy, he coined that himself. Oh, man. He made it his own like Twitter handle or something? 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah, that is a little weird. Let's just go after him right now. His real name is Brandon, people. Okay? It's not <laughs> even Theodore. <laughs> well, you just gave his government name. Oh, man. No, that was bold. Not. That was really, really well, bold. Well, that's what he gets for missing out on a little team happy hour. You might as well uh, give out his social security number as well, Stone. All right, so Sweet social security Jesus. number is... Uh, <laughs> do the phone number. Uh-huh. Do the phone number. Oh, my God. No, thank you. Uh, so, so uh, Christian Cat. We were, we were trying to come up with the player's name who should be on our newly minted award, the NFL Feel Good Quarterback MVP Award. Uh, Stone says, and this is an award given to the best story of the year amongst any quarterback in the league, Brock Purdy is going to be Stone's recipient, while Jeanette and I are going with Tua. We were trying to figure out, and Jeanette rightfully said, it should be the Tom Brady Award. Because who has a better underdog story? Who has a better feel-good story than Tom Brady from nothing to everything? But, yeah, that's good. But the silent assassin said, well, what about Kurt Warner? Because we're inevitably going to put Tom Brady on the MVP award, the overall MVP award. How would Kurt Warner fit? And you know what? I say Christian. I say silent assassin. I think Kurt Warner fits just fine. I think that's a good call. But where's his ring? Uh, he has one, almost had two. He does, yeah, yeah, he does oh, I do have. remember the second Greatest one, show on I turf. St- the greatest uh, show on turf. I stand corrected. And he should. It was Tom Brady who kept him from his second ring. I remember, that's what I remember. And then it was Ben Roethlisberger who kept him from his second ring. So how can Tom Brady be the name on the feel-good trophy if he's taking the feel-good away from mm-hmm. the guys left and right? That's a good point. Mm-hmm. But so that's just he's part the, of winning. Yeah, no, it's true. He's the MVP. There's but always a loser and a winner. I'm so sorry, Tom Brady's always... The winner. Would would the NFL take Lombardi's name off the trophy and put Brady's on it? It's a great question. No, I don't think that's... I mean... A, that's like the same conversation uh, always pops up randomly, and I hate it. Should Michael Jordan be the new logo of the NBA? He's our, he's now the MVP trophy. Yeah, but what if it was the his, logo. But they always say that man should be Michael Jordan. I'm like, no, leave it as is. I would argue that the MVP trophy in the NBA now should just be a bust of MJ's head. I, I don't hate it. <laughs> I honestly don't hate it. Uh, let's let's just go all out. They should be the bust of whatever player's name is on. Like the, the Western Conference Championship Trophy should be a bust of Magic Johnson's big old head. Like, I'd be into that. Yeah, wives would He's love that. He's got a that. big head. Wives would love that. You know, my husband is the best player of the season, and there's just a bust of some and other man's head. And it's just MJ staring at you. <laughs> right. Just staring at you. With those big bronze eyes that yeah. are creepy. Yeah, and then what would be hilarious is when, inevitably, the MVP gets bounced from the playoffs early in the photo of him holding up the MJ MVP award, you can just superimpose the sad Jordan on there. Uh, yeah. I'm just looking out for the social go. media streets. <laughs> That's what I'm doing. Which is a great idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that means we have the 2022, deep breath now, 2022 Kurt Warner NFL Feel Good QB MVP Award. Beautiful. Rolls off the tongue. Yeah, give us credit. Rolls off the tongue. If you decide to take that NFL. Yeah, NFL, please credit us. You're right. You're right. It's the least you can do, okay? Uh, Who wins your NFL Feel Good Quarterback MVP Award this year? Do you agree with Stone? It's Brock Purdy. Do you agree with Jeanette and I? It's Tua Tungavailoa, or is it somebody else? 888-760-3776, 888-760-3776, and on Twitter, at KLV1063, Ricky tweets, I would go with Jared Goff, a resurgent career in Detroit, and uplifting the team with good quarterback play. Jared Goff is in the discussion. Jared Goff, when you have that voting form, uh, he's on it. He's a finalist for this award. 
I wouldn't give it to him, though. I was just going to say, just, I mean. You can make a case, but not a strong enough case. You can make a case, because, but like just because a quarterback story is cute and it makes you feel good doesn't mean that. Though I would argue that cute and makes you feel good is Brock Purdy. Yeah, but... We've got three-week sample size, and Stone's already given the, uh, given the award. Yeah, because Purdy just started, though. Purdy, like, out of nowhere. Right, but... We were blindsided okay, by but, him. Yeah, let if me, it weren't for injury after injury, we wouldn't have found out about Purdy. Let me make the case for Jared Goff. Let me, let me, let me make the case to Jeanette about Jared Goff. I'm not convinced. A man who had uh, conceivably found a home, found a team, found his head coach, Sean McVay, Jared Goff, Match made in offensive heaven. They ransack the NFL. They go to a Super Bowl, get denied a ring by the GOAT, Tom Brady. Okay? So what happens? Sean McVay starts flirting. He goes on vacation. He goes to Mexico, and he runs into Matt Stafford and says, you know what? You know what? I am flying uh, full staff for Matt Stafford. That's good, man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so, so what am I going to do? I'm going to flirt behind the scenes because, again, I'm 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 full staff right Scandalous. now for for Matt Stafford, and and Jared Goff. All the while, he's thinking, "Oh, I can't wait to see Coach McVay. That is that that's the coach I'm married to. I love him. I love him. I can't wait to see his chiseled jaw again and his and his phenomenal hair and and keep ripping apart defenses." And then he has the heartbreaking news. Hey, Jaron, I know we went to a Super Bowl together. We had all these great memories, all these photos, but you know what? I found someone else. He's just older, more experienced, and he knows how to use it a little bit better. Uh, and you're like, my God. You cheated on me in Mexico, You cheated coach? on me in Mexico with an older man? This <laughs> is terrible. It happens. Uh-huh. Uh, and so, so what happens? Not only that betrayal, but then he sends you to Detroit. He sends you to Detroit, Michigan. Who in God's name wants to go there? Meanwhile, you're sitting from a distance with a new head coach who's more interested in chugging Starbucks and biting kneecaps. He's not an <laughs> offensive mastermind at all. What happens with your former, your former flame, your former lover, with his new older, his older romance? They go and win a Super Bowl together, and you're left on the outside looking in. And then year two with this kneecap biter. Doesn't go well either. But start then, off one and six. One and start off one and six. But then what happens? You sit down one night at the kitchen table and you say, "Listen, listen, baby. If we're going to make this work, we got to sort this out. We've got to sort this out. We've got to talk. Communication is key." And there were some tears, there were hugs, there were tough conversations that were had. And now what happens? You went from one and six, and now you're five and seven. You've turned it around. There's a trust. There's a romance now. You've learned that, you know what, maybe I do like big burly men. They're six and seven. I'm sorry, even better. Yeah. Even better. Even better. You've got a bond now. Suddenly, Detroit doesn't look so dismal. And that's your case for the feel-good story of the year for Jared Goff. And it's, How is that? It's so money. It's so money. And you're yeah. right. I might have jumped the gun on Brock Purdy because if Detroit wins out their last four games of the season, because they can't lose one if they want to make the playoffs, they have to go 4-0. If they go 4-0, he steals this trophy from Brock Purdy. Mm. We're talking about right now, though. Yeah, right now. hypotheticals. So, so right now. So you're saying, though, you would rip it from Brock Purdy, potentially. NFC West Rude. champion, by the way, and give it to Jared Goff, potential NFC wildcard. Yeah, if you go from 1-6 and six to 10-7 and seven and make the playoffs and, and win four in a row to get there, yeah, I, I will rip it right out of Brock Purdy's hands. 
So you'd give it, literally give it to Purdy. Here, here's this. His family is crying. His parents are crying. Back, His sister's crying. Going back to that when he beat Tom Brady, what's the name of the trophy? The 2022 Kurt Warner NFL Feel Good Quarterback MVP Award. Presented to Brock Purdy. And then a recall. Just joking. <laughs> Here, come on over, Jared Goff. Oh, man. By the way, can we get something straight? Yeah, what's up? Would you guys not want to drink with Dan Campbell? Oh, I would I would love to drink with Dan Campbell. And Come I, on. I bet drinking with Dan Campbell means at the end of every night, vomit. Like there's no way you don't drink to being sick with Dan Campbell. Like to me, I envision Dan Campbell sitting with 47 empty Budweiser cans around him. Not no, 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 but no. they've been PBR. crushed. They've been cr- oh PBR. Yeah, it's and they've PBR. been crushed against his forehead, right? Oh, every single one. Dan Campbell, who is the NFL head coach you'd love to hang out with most? 888-760-3776-888-760-3776. Um, who are you giving your feel good quarterback MVP award to this year? And which NFL head coach would you like to hang out with most? Because I think Dan Campbell Probably the leader in the clubhouse. That said, that said, if you're one of those sneaker nerds, I think Mike McDaniel is probably the place you go to. Those awkward sneaker nerds, you know them. You would know someone, or at least know someone who knows someone who is a Mike McDaniel. I think Mike McDaniel could be high on this list as well. Yeah, I appreciate it because I would choose Mike McDaniel over Dan Campbell. Dan Campbell would wear me out <laughs> if I had to hang out with that guy. I would be on the same level. You know who I picked? Nathaniel Hackett. You know what? I would love to be... I bet he's a good guy to hang out with. He can't coach worth a lick. It would probably be fun to be fun to be on like a three-day Bahamas cruise with both Andy Reid and Bruce Arians. Because <laughs> yeah. that's exactly where they are right now. I was thinking Andy Reid. Jeanette, me and you both love food. I think we would enjoy a buffet with oh, Andy Reid. That buffet would be gone. Oh, yeah, it would. Two minutes. Mm-hmm. Could you imagine what Andy Reid would do to a chocolate fountain? <laughs> just drinking it out of I the I mean, just head, head under the entire Please thing. Leave the cones and just- the cups. Chocolate all over his goatee. Throw the sprinkles in my mouth and put the ice cream in right on <laughs> Please spoon the sprinkles in my mouth. Post haste. Who, who, who would you give your feel-good quarterback MVP award to this year? And which NFL head coach would, would you want to hang out with most? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. And at KLV1063, let's start in Boynton with our man, Bill. What's up, Bill? Good afternoon. Um, I want to throw this off my dear Jeanette. What about Geno Smith? Geno Smith. Oh, that's a good one, Geno Smith, who, by the way, I think is no doubt comeback player of the year, an award that actually exists. That's a cute right, one, right, too. But- I'd put it over Jared Goff. Yeah, he probably does. I'd, well, I'd put it over Jared and, Goff. And, Bill, think about it with, with Geno Smith. This is a guy who he's been nothing but a punchline since everything in New York ended. Uh, his most notable win probably, and this is really frustrating to say, but his most notable win is probably 2014 Week 17, beating Joe Philbin's Dolphins and keeping the Finns out of the playoffs, right? The win that got Rex Ryan his final contract extension with the Jets, so that pisses me off. But this is a guy who got himself punched and his jaw broken in the Jets' locker room. He's been nothing but a punchline, and he comes back this year as just sort of a, a secondhand thought after Russell Wilson departs, and he's been ten times the quarterback Russell Wilson's been this year. Like I, that, there's your case, Bill. Like there's there is your case for Geno Smith. Thank you, Ken. Yeah, yeah. And who is your coach? Ken. Who is your who's your coach you'd hang out with? Who are we drinking with? You you made a good case, Campbell. It's yeah. tough, tough to top, Ken. 
Uh, <laughs> yeah. it, it would be a great. It, it would be memorable. That's a given. Oh, absolutely. It, well, it would be memorable until the uh, the point you forgot everything you <laughs> right. did that night with Dan Campbell. Like, it would be memorable to a point, and then you're living off of photos on your phone after that. Is there any worse feeling, by the way, speaking of nights like that, when you wake up and you check your text messages? No. So what drunk Jeanette does is she looks out for sober Sunday scary Jeanette <laughs> and she deletes <laughs> Sunday scary Jeanette the text messages and the pictures that are taken from her phone wait but but the text messages live forever like no, just cuz you she deletes the thread and then the next morning I'll get a text like haha you were absolutely like oh and you're like I have no recollection of it so yeah. you can't feel guilty about anything because you don't have the text thread to actually look at it anymore. But deep down, I'm like, oh, no. Yeah. What happened? I, Why I don't know. are you texting me? What did I send you? It hasn't happened in quite some time for me, but I do remember back in a different part of my life where I would wake up on a Sunday morning and be like, oh, my God, I sent that person this text. Oof. And then you just try to pretend it didn't happen. But Sunday's not a good day. Sunday scary is bad. I remember those days, and I think that's why Jeanette, drunk Jeanette, is now at such an elite professional level that she <laughs> takes care of uh-huh. sober Jeanette. Uh-huh. You've learned lessons. You've, you've, you're, you're the feel-good drinking story of the year. <laughs> well, actually, never mind. <laughs> never mind. Never mind. Joe is in Jupiter. What's up, Joe? Hello, guys. I, I'll give you my MVP candidate, um, and then after that, I want to give you – I have a dilemma. Hopefully, you can help me with this sure. NFL playoff scenario, and I want your opinion on it. Sure. Uh, unfortunately – after listening to ESPN Radio 106.3 all morning before your fantastic show started 47 minutes ago, anytime they brought up the Cowboy game, they had to bring up how fantastic Trevor Lawrence has been the past five or six weeks. Oh, He's yeah. top two or three in almost all NFL categories the past five or six weeks. And some of them are even picking them to beat the Cowboys. So I'm, I guess at least as a candidate, maybe um, – I have to I have to give it to Trevor Lawrence from what you know his so Joe, year last year and Joe Stone's making a face though I don't think Stone uh, and 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 I want to go on the record as saying the Jaguars have an unbelievable knack for getting it to the top of the confidence level here they come and then completely pooping all over themselves and that's what I think is going to happen this week against the Cowboys I want to put that on the record it seems like that's going to be the Jaguars team you're going to get but why why do you not like Trevor Lawrence to win this award it's tough we're talking about a five and eight Jaguars team and it's almost like the pity award it's like we we haven't been able to give Trevor an actual award so let's talk about how he's so been doing these past five or six weeks he's done the bare minimum so now we're going to say up oh, that's a feel-good award. No, this dude was a number one pick. Right. Can a number one pick in year yeah, two be the feel-good quarterback of the year? And I don't think so. So so have no fear. Have no fear, Joe. We're not going to fall into the trap that the no, show before us did. No, we cannot fall into the trap. Uh-uh. He gets prettiest hair award. <laughs> yeah, he's got good I mean, he's, hair. He's, he's, he now could be playing the part of that number one pick from you know from last year. Right. So we'll see. The ex- I mean, you I can't have it doesn't start that, this week. Yeah, you can't have that many expectations. He hasn't come up from anything. He's always had the silver quarterback spoon. Okay. Um, so so right. then, uh, what is your what is your dilemma, Joe? Oh, well, I've been struggling really. I mean, if we keep the five seed and don't catch Philadelphia, mm-hmm. we would play the winner of the NFC South. We could, we could seriously play Carolina. Could you? <laughs> I, I don't worry about them at all. We could play Tampa as well, and I'm not as worried. But I'm sorry, Jeanette. I think we would still beat them. But whatever. That's our path to the uh, divisional round is playing the winner of the NFC South. I'll, I don't know if I want us to catch the Eagles or 
Either way would be a better scenario. What would you do? Ah. What would you hope for if you were a Cowboy fan? So what Joe is saying right now is that it might be better for them not to even attempt to catch the Eagles, have Christmas Eve mean nothing in that game, and instead fall short of the Eagles and have conceivably an easier path to the divisional round. Hmm. You know, Joe, I think you're on to something. But you can't have I'm just curious. Yeah, yeah, I... I, eh. Thank you, sir. Appreciate you, Joe. Joe, what are you, Joe, what are you doing right now? What are you doing right now? Joe? Sorry, a customer. A customer came out to my window and gave me a Christmas card. Oh my oh, gosh! Okay, that's very nice. That right. is very, very nice. Did they write anything, or is it uh, just they they gave whatever they bought in the store and they put it in the envelope? And I gave was going to gonna say, was it no, no, a generic I, I, card? No, I'm so, put into it? That they're handing. I mean, to if, you, else? if you want to know, I can tell you on air. When all that, I can tell you on air. And they gave me fifty dollars. Wow. Ooh. Oh, oh cool. never mind. It doesn't even matter what was written in the card. The fifty dollars is good enough. That's that's good stuff. What I was, I'm on, you know, that's, that's, go ahead. That, that's what yeah, yeah, I'm taking care of customers on Jupiter Honest. I guess that's that's how they roll. There you go, but, Joe. Very nice of them. Anyway, <laughs> Joe, Joe, you well, are, and I appreciate you being a successful professional. Yes. Um, what I would say, what I would say, Joe, is um, I, I think the Cowboys should try. I think this is America's team. Come on, man! You live to the of standard course. of Jerry Jones. Yeah. But if you fall short, then you can't be sad about it because conceivably the path is easier to get through the the wild card round. So I think look at it as you're in a win win. Like look at it, Joe, as it a, a win win. You're gonna make the playoffs, and you'll either catch the Eagles right. and you'll have bragging rights there, or you'll get to the divisional round no problem. Like that's the way you should look at it. That's kind of the way I do. I just wanted y'all's opinion on that. I've been struggling with that, but I, it is kind of a win-win. So, no, uh, no struggle there. I, I think you're the best of both worlds and appreciate the call, Joe. Sports therapy here on Ken LaVica Live. <laughs> I love that. Can we also talk about how miserable Christmas cards are? Especially the ones with like family pictures and whatnot. Love some Christmas do cards. Do you think I want to see your family on my fridge? Actually, I think this is a legitimate discussion to have because I was thinking how about this yesterday. You? Well... I can see the benefit for Christmas cards, but I can also see the argument like Jeanette is presenting against Christmas cards because it does seem a bit self-centered, and it depends, too, how much you actually care for the person and or their family. Interesting question. Interesting question. I literally receive holiday cards, Christmas cards, whatever, which they shouldn't because I hate the holidays. I like depending who you are. I literally rip it up and throw it in the trash, or I give it to my candle. Well, you're a part of a very small group who does that. <laughs> Instead of just being happy that you see mm-hmm. your your uh, close ones all all tight knit in no, love with I each think- other, and you put them on your fridge because you love them, and you're going to see them in the holidays, and you wish them a happy holidays. Yeah, but but I'm not from the see from them- the grumpy old Grinch here, Jeanette. Of course, the single one doesn't want the family of six coming on her fridge. I see it makes sense. It's all good there. Um, I, I think this is a legit conversation. Let's get to a break because we're, we're late here, and I do want to tell everybody about the ballpark at the Palm Beaches. A great stocking stuffer this year, even for Grinches like Jeanette, is a whole pack of spring training tickets Ooh. to the ballpark at the Palm Beaches. Well, you get to see me. And, and you get to see Jeanette. She is the in-game host for the world champion Houston Astros, who call the ballpark of the Palm Beaches home. So do the Washington Nationals. See them both and teams like the Yankees and the Red Sox when they roll through in Grapefruit League play at the ballpark of the Palm Beaches. Ballparkpalmbeaches.com. Ballparkpalmbeaches.com. Ken, why are you giving me that web address? Well, it's where you go get the tickets for spring training. I'm not just willing nilly throwing out a url because it makes me feel good no i want you to get spring training tickets from the ballpark to the palm beaches ballparkpalmbeaches.com what's that ken ballparkpalmbeaches.com oh i'm running uh i'm running short on time for 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 holiday gifts oh well there you go ballparkpalmbeaches.com you're welcome 
Ballpark of the Palm Beaches, spring training home, Astros, Nationals. Go check out spring training. It's just weeks away. Ballparkpalmbeaches.com. The Ballpark of the Palm Beaches, right smack dab in the beautiful warm center of West Palm. Christmas cards, holiday cards. Are they good? Do you like them? Or are they bad and they waste your time? She's Jeanette Javier, the Grinch, the Dominican Queen. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken Levick Alive on ESPN 106.3. So you can add this as a bullet point in the resume for Brock Purdy as the 2022 Kurt Warner NFL Feel Good Quarterback MVP Award winner. (laughs) Uh, NFL Research on Twitter. Brock Purdy joins Aaron Rodgers as the only quarterback since at least 1950 to have a passer rating of 115 plus in each of their first two career starts. Lofty company. And yeah. think about it. You know, you know how Woo. crazy that's going to be when Brock Purdy does that in a 49ers uniform this year and then Aaron Rodgers is the 49ers quarterback next year? Wild. Oh, the parallels. Wild stuff. Oh, my. You hit the nail on the head there. I thought it, Tom Brady was going to be the He's too old. He's washed. Oh, you're right. We also said Tom Brady. How many quarterbacks are the 49ers going to have? By the way, what else? What if Brock Purdy goes to the Super Bowl with the Niners? Could you trade him for a first-round pick? It's big brain stuff. <laughs> I mean, the I'm just irony, trying to look ahead the here. I read too from going to the last player to now being traded for a first round pick. Like uh, Chris, Chris tweeted in. Yeah, yeah. How about that? You're Mister Irrelevant. Final pick in the draft, and all of a sudden, you have the, the most relevant. <laughs> you have in seven games made yourself the most relevant player in the offseason, and your worth went from last player picked in the draft to a first round pick. How about that? That's one of the all-time stories if that happens. I like when we live in pretend world. It's a lot more fun in the real world we live in. Uh, Chris Chris tweets in, for every Tom Brady, there's another Matt Flynn. Easy on the expectations for the time being. But that doesn't apply to Brock Purdy because the 49ers already, and Matt Flynn, Matt Flynn got himself a massive contract, free agent contract with Seattle off of one week 17 performance when the Packers had already clinched the playoff berth. And he was the backup to Aaron Rodgers. Matt Flynn earned himself a contract off of one week 17 game uh, in, in all reality. Brock Purdy at least has put wins on tape. Yeah, why would he use Matt Flynn as the example? It's not the same thing. It's not the same thing. And Brock Purdy is the starting quarterback now for a team that's going to ride into the playoffs and won a division championship with him at the helm. So Matt Flynn's not an even comparison. No, it's not. Because then you're just saying Brock Purdy's going to go get paid millions of dollars for what he's doing right now. So it's just not an apt comparison at all. Yeah. And, and maybe he ends up being nothing. And maybe he can't fit into any other system other than what Kyle Shanahan puts together in San Francisco. Th- that said, he's already done more in his regular season career than Matt Flynn did. <laughs> yeah, he did. Yeah, and when Matt Flynn did that for that squad, I believe it was the Raiders, right? It, 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 they yeah, he tore up the Raiders. You're right. They weren't playing for uh, playoff hopes there. Like, Brock Purdy's got this team surging right now. You know what's really embarrassing is I, at that time, I was still covering the Dolphins. I was hardcore on the Matt Flynn train. <laughs> you just, you, I you almost didn't tell us that. I was hardcore on the Dolphins getting Matt Flynn. <laughs> And then Matt Flynn never even started for the Seahawks. Russell Wilson won the job. (laughs) Whoops. (laughs) 
I was wrong on that one. I'm also the same one, by the way, who wrote wrote for public consumption at ESPNWestPalm.com back when I was covering the Dolphins when they signed Reggie Bush that it was one of the worst offseason signings in franchise history. What did Reggie Bush do? Ran for 1,000 yards multiple times. You're doing great, Ken. Whoops. <laughs> I promise my reporting on the Dolphins was good. <laughs> when I tried to insert my here's what the Dolphins should do opinions, that's where I started to fall short in a massive way. Okay? I actually, and this is no joke, and I think it says a lot about me, to be honest. I mean, I made all of the, this guy's too Hollywood, doesn't care about football, <laughs> only relevant because of the Kardashians, uh, all the jabs it I could take. Sounds in so what I, on brand. And what I wrote about Reggie Bush. <laughs> And he definitely read it. He def- and he was a, 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 a consummate professional. I'm telling you, they're, they're, he is a top five most pleasant human being I have ever dealt with covering the NFL, Reggie Bush. He really? was an exemplary human being. I mean the best. <laughs> you could approach him. You could ask him a question. He would wait if you wanted to let the media pass through and you pulled him off to the side. He would do all of that. He was engaging. Reggie Bush is an all-world human being, which it drives me crazy. People still have this preconceived notion about him because of what happened at USC and him un, uh, uh, very, very, very tragically losing the Heisman Trophy. He should have that back, by the way, BT-dub. He's a great person. Um, I went up to him final week of the season, his final year with the Dolphins, in the locker room, and flat-out apologized to him. I, I, I straight up waited for the, the media gaggle to leave, and I said, hey, I know you know about what I wrote when you were signed. Um, I apologize. I was extremely wrong. You are one of the most professional players I've ever run into, and you're a credit to the organization. And I left it at that, and he said, thank you. I appreciate that. And we left it at that. Wow. Whoa, Ken. Because I was wrong, wrong. And I mean unfairly wrong. I mean mean to Reggie Bush. I can- and I didn't even know the guy. I'm shook. You're like one of the pettiest, most pessimistic, yep. I don't care about you, you, or your you dog know, kind of Ken people. might have been, he might have feared for his life after no, he wrote I'm it. I'm not scared of Reggie Bush. Yeah, he was. You seen, there's that video of him doing push-ups with Kim Kardashian on his back. You know, I'm sure I, that one scared But you. I'm not scared of Reggie Bush. I could have easily not said anything. Like, we, we spent two years in that locker room and nothing was ever said, nothing yeah. was ever, like, addressed. I'm not scared. I was scared of Joey Porter. I wasn't scared of Reggie Bush, okay? Um, but Reggie Bush is, and I will be a forever fan because that guy just flat out is everything good about the NFL and about human beings. Have you seen his Subway commercial? Yeah. Making yeah. fun of not getting the trophy back? I think it's, it's Wendy's. 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 Oh. <laughs> and I think he does a good job with those commercials. <laughs> They're awesome. They're hilarious. Yeah. I just can't believe No, you know who does Subway? The man who's dangerous. Yeah, that's right. Danger Russ. Yeah. Danger Russ Wilson is oh, on it. Subway. I got it. Reggie Bush. I was like, Charles Barkley does Subway. I know that. By the way, the Wendy's value menu. Let's go. Oh, they need to bring the Those... fo- they need to bring the fofo fo back. <laughs> the fofo fo. The fofo fo. Right. That's right. All right. We're gonna talk about uh holiday cards when we come back, I promise. Uh should I do a uh, should I tell people about something, Stone, real quick before we uh we yeah, go to tell break? Them, tell them how you got to work today. Oh, how did I get to work? Well, let me tell you. 
My Kia K5 GT, blue, beautiful. Guess what I was? As always, stuck in traffic. Thanks, New York. Thanks, Quebec. Thanks, Ontario. (laughs) But it's okay because I was in my beautiful Kia K5 GT from Greenway Kia, West Palm Beach, military trail, half mile south of Palm Beach International Airport. That's Greenway Kia, West Palm Beach. Greenway Kia, West Palm Beach, where they have... You guessed it, a credit clinic on site, bank revs on site. Ken, why does that matter? They're not a bank. No, 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 no. It matters when you're trying to come up with a monthly car payment that allows you to still maneuver and pay for flag football for your kids or dance or take that vacation or pay the mortgage. Uh, They want to, at Greenway Kia West Palm Beach, take care of you. And it goes past that. A lot of you, and I don't judge, because I have lived in this world. Your credit sucks. It's okay to admit it. It's okay to admit that you have bad credit. It's real. It's a real thing that affects millions, especially in this state, where everything is so expensive. So at Greenway Kia, West Palm Beach, if you're looking for a car, why wouldn't you go to a place that goes out of its way, above and beyond, to, even if you have terrible credit, put you in an automobile? That's a no-brainer. Greenway Kia, West Palm Beach. Greenway Kia, West Palm Beach. Check out the selection online, greenwaykiawestpalmbeach.com, and then go to Greenway Kia, West Palm Beach. So easy to get to Military Trail, half mile south of Palm Beach International Airport. That's Greenway Kia, West Palm Beach. She's Jeanette Javier. She's the Dominican Queen. I'm Ken Lavica. I apologize to Reggie Bush, and I'm live on ESPN 106.3. NHR and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach. You are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. So you can add this as a bullet point in the resume for Brock Purdy as the 2022 Kurt Warner NFL Feel Good Quarterback MVP Award winner. (laughs) Uh, NFL Research on Twitter. Brock Purdy joins Aaron Rodgers as the only quarterback since at least 1950 to have a passer rating of 115-plus in each of their first two career starts. Lofty company. And think about it. You know know how crazy that's going to be when Brock Purdy does that in a 49ers uniform this year and then Aaron Rodgers is the 49ers quarterback next year? Wild. Oh, the parallels. Wild stuff. Oh, my. You hit the nail on the head there. I thought Tom Brady was going to be the He's too old. He's washed. you're right. We also said Tom Brady. How many quarterbacks are the 49ers going to have? By the way, what else? What if Brock Purdy goes to the Super Bowl with the Niners? Could you trade him for a first-round pick? That's big brain stuff. (laughs) I mean, I'm just trying to look ahead here. I read, too, from going to the last player to now being traded for a first-round pick. Like uh, Chris, Chris tweeted in, yeah, yeah, how about that? You're Mr. Irrelevant, final pick in the draft, and all of a sudden, you have... The the most relevant. (laughs) You have, in seven games, made yourself the most relevant player in the offseason, and your worth went from last player picked in the draft to a first-round pick. How about that? That's one of the all-time stories, if that happens. I like when we live in pretend world. It's a lot more fun than the real world we live in. Uh, Chris, Chris tweets in, for every Tom Brady, there's another Matt Flynn. Easy on the expectations for the time being. But that doesn't apply to Brock Purdy because the 49ers already, and Matt Flynn, Matt Flynn got himself 
a massive contract, free agent contract with Seattle off of one week 17 performance when the Packers had already clinched the playoff berth. And he was the backup to Aaron Rodgers. Matt Flynn earned himself a contract off of one week 17 game uh, in, in all reality. Brock Purdy at least has put wins on tape. Yeah, why would he use Matt Flynn as the example? It's not the same thing. It's not the same thing. And Brock Purdy is the starting quarterback now for a team that's going to ride into the playoffs and won a division championship with him at the helm. So Matt Flynn's not an even comparison. No, it's not. Because then you're just saying Brock Purdy's going to go get paid millions of dollars for what he's doing right now. So it's just not an apt comparison at all. Yeah. And, and maybe he ends up being nothing. And maybe he can't fit into any other system other than what Kyle Shanahan puts together in San Francisco. Th- that said, he's already done more in his regular season career than Matt Flynn did. <laughs> yeah, he did. Yeah, and when Matt Flynn did that for that squad, I believe it was the Raiders, right? It, 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 they yeah, he tore up the Raiders. You're right. They weren't playing for uh, a playoff hopes there. Like, Brock Purdy's got this team surging right now. You know what's really embarrassing is I, at that time, I was still covering the Dolphins. I was hardcore on the Matt Flynn train. <laughs> you just, you, you almost didn't tell us that. I was hardcore on the Dolphins getting Matt Flynn. And <laughs> oh. then Matt Flynn never even started for the Seahawks. Russell Wilson won the job. <laughs> Whoops! <laughs> I was wrong on that one. I'm also the same one, by the way, who wrote, wrote for public consumption at ESPNWestPalm.com back when I was covering the Dolphins when they signed Reggie Bush, that it was one of the worst offseason signings in franchise history. What did Reggie Bush do? Ran for 1,000 yards multiple times. You're doing great, Ken. Whoops. <laughs> I promise my reporting on the Dolphins was good. <laughs> when I tried to insert my here's what the Dolphins should do opinions, that's where I started to fall short in a massive way. Okay? I actually, and this is no joke, and I think it says a lot about me, to be honest. I mean, I made all of the, this guy's too Hollywood, doesn't care about football, <laughs> only relevant because of the Kardashians, uh, all the jabs it I could take. Sounds and so what I, on brand. And what I wrote about Reggie Bush, <laughs> and he definitely read it. He def- and he was a, a, in a consummate professional. I'm telling you, they're, they're, he is a top five most pleasant human being I have ever dealt with covering the NFL, Reggie Bush. He really? was an exemplary human being. I mean the best. <laughs> you could approach him. You could ask him a question. He would wait if you wanted to let the media pass through and you pulled him off to the side. He would do all of that. He was engaging. Reggie Bush is an all-world human being, which it, it drives me crazy. People still have this preconceived notion about him because of what happened at USC and him un, uh, uh, very, very, very tragically losing the Heisman Trophy. He should have that back, by the way, BT-dub. He's a great person. Um, I went up to him final week of the season, his final year with the Dolphins, in the locker room, and flat out apologized to him. I, I, I straight up waited for the, the media gaggle to leave, and I said, hey, I know you know about what I wrote when you were signed. Um, I apologize. I was extremely wrong. You are one of the most professional players I've ever run into, and you're a credit to the organization. And I left it at that, and he said, thank you. I appreciate that. And we left it at that. Wow. Whoa, Ken. Because I was wrong, wrong. And I mean unfairly wrong. I mean mean to Reggie Bush. I and I even know the guy. I'm shook. You're like one of the pettiest, most pessimistic, yep. I don't care about you, you, or your you dog know, kind of Ken people. might have been, he might have feared for his life after no, he wrote I'm it. I'm not scared of Reggie Bush. Yeah, he was. 
You seen? There's a video of him doing push-ups with Kim Kardashian on his back. I'm sure that one scared. But I'm not scared of Reggie Bush. I could have easily not said anything. Like we we spent two years in that locker room and nothing was ever said. Nothing was ever like addressed. I'm not scared. I was scared of Joey Porter. I wasn't scared of Reggie Bush, okay? Um, but Reggie Bush is, and I will be a forever fan because that guy just flat out is everything good about the NFL and about human beings. Have you seen his Subway commercial? Yeah. Making yeah. fun of not getting the trophy back? I think it's, it's Wendy's. Wendy's. Oh. And I think he does a good job with those commercials. <laughs> They're awesome. They're hilarious. Yeah. I just can't believe No, you know who does Subway? The man who's dangerous. Yeah, that's right. Danger Russ. Yeah. Danger Russ Wilson is oh, on it. Subway. I got it. Reggie Bush. I was like, Charles Barkley does Subway. I know that. By the way, the Wendy's value menu. Let's go. Oh, they need to bring the Those... fo- they need to bring the fofo fo back. <laughs> the fofo fo. The fofo fo. That's, fo- right. that's right. All right. We're going to talk about uh, holiday cards when we come back, I promise. Uh, should I do a uh, should I tell people about something stone real quick before we uh, we yeah, go to tell break? Them, tell them how you got to work today. Oh, how did I get to work? Well, let me tell you. <laughs> My Kia K5 GT blue beautiful guess what i was as always stuck in traffic thanks new york thanks quebec thanks ontario but it's okay because i was in my beautiful kia k5 gt from greenway kia west palm beach military trail half mile south of palm beach international airport that's greenway kia west palm beach greenway kia west palm beach where they have you guessed it a credit clinic on site bank reps on site ken why does that matter they're not a bank no 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 it matters when you're trying to come up with a monthly car payment that allows you to still maneuver and pay for flag football for your kids or dance or take that vacation or pay the mortgage. Uh, They want to, at Greenway Kia West Palm Beach, take care of you. And it goes past that. A lot of you, and I don't judge because I have lived in this world, your credit sucks. It's okay to admit it. It's okay to admit that you have bad credit. It's real. It's a real thing that affects millions, especially in this state where everything is so expensive. So at Greenway Kia West Palm Beach, if you're looking for a car, why wouldn't you go to a place that goes out of its way above and beyond to, even if you have terrible credit, put you in an automobile? That's a no-brainer. Greenway Kia, West Palm Beach. Greenway Kia, West Palm Beach. Check out the selection online, GreenwayKiaWestPalmBeach.com, and then go. To Greenway Kia, West Palm Beach. So easy to get to Military Trail, half mile south of Palm Beach International Airport. That's Greenway Kia, West Palm Beach. She's Jeanette Javier. She's the Dominican Queen. I'm Ken Lavica. I apologize to Reggie Bush, and I'm live on ESPN 1063.